0: New kids on the block, I can under I can appreciate.
1: Can you? You've always just shown up and been yourself. Unless you were acting and you had to be somebody else.
0: Yeah. This is the first time I'm interviewing you. Wait, you know one thing we've never talked about? Well, we're not maybe covered a lot here is our music, our music preferences, our music likes.
2: Give me pop music.
0: You like pop music? That's your genre.
2: Yeah, genre. Is it
0: like eighties pop, nineties pop, two thousands? Y two K. I like.
2: I mean, from all the way back because I listened to a lot of oldies growing up with my parents. So oh, like meaning like,
0: oldies, like what? Like, like Motown,
2: sixties. Yeah, like Motown, L- Elvis, all of that. Beatles. Bringing it forward, I mean, to current. I love me some TikTok radio right now. Oh yeah, you told me about that the other day. What is it's TikTok so good. radio? It's on serious, and it is. It's delightful most of the time. There are sometimes where I have to turn it off. Where I'm like, I can't take this. So but.
0: you and I were in a spin class the other day when they started playing that that song that goes "Run," like yeah, like, we were about, that everybody dun, uses dun, on TikTok. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, but I was like, I didn't know this was a real song.
2: <laughs> it's a real song. I thought it was just a sound effect for
0: like a horror movie that I know on TikTok. it sounds
2: like that but uh, yeah no it's a real song that was the first
0: tiktok I ever did was a run I thought it was really funny and nobody else did but it was it was like that I open the curtains in one shot and then turn and see the kid in the bed get closer to the bed and closer to the bed and then it goes run and he just lays there doesn't move because I thought it was really funny that like
2: nobody else got it
0: normally people do run and then like something happens but I thought it was funny that he just stayed asleep <laughs> I thought it was kind of goofy I don't know nobody likes my tiktoks apparently well I'm stepping I've been You're stepping it up. A I'm getting a little bit better. A little bit better.
2: I try and then I give up and then I try again and then I, I give up again. Uh, same. I here. want to be good at it for you. Sometimes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the only reason. Thank you. Well, my music. So. I'm kind
0: of all over the board. I don't consider I'm not one of those people that like has to wear headphones all the time or listen to music all the time. Kind of listen to the same things. I don't really yeah. like music in the car unless it's lithium, which is my 90s rock.
2: You are a 90s alt fan.
0: I like my 90s rock. I like my I like my Foo Fighters and my but uh, you know going back to like the Seattle grunge like the, you know, I'm, I'm a huge um Smashing Pumpkins fan and but it all started with the Clash, I'd like to say and it's funny on my way here today. There was a guy sitting next to me at the stoplight blasting some clash.
2: Did it make you happy?
0: Yeah, it was Rock the Casper.
2: Well, since we're taking it back old school, guess what I took my kids to this weekend? Oh, what? You're not going to be happy about this. Was it? It was not.
0: That stuff.
2: Yeah, that seems like so long ago. Was that the new kids on the block? It was, and it was new kids on the block. Salt and Peppa. Oh, really? Uh, oh, I love them. Rick Astley and um, I'm in Vogue. <gasps> it was in Vogue. In Vogue was they're phenomenal. Incredible.
0: I was in a fashion show for uh, like heart disease. Um, the American Heart Association does this like carpet, red carpet. Thi- uh, what do you call it? Like a like a walk the catwalk mm-hmm. thing. And I had to do it a few years ago. It was a little scary. Um, I barely fit in the dress, and uh, and and Vogue was there, and um, and they sang. I didn't. I was backstage, so I didn't get to hear them with like the best uh, acoustics, whatever the, mm-hmm. the the amps and stuff. But my husband was out front, and he was blown away.
2: They were incredible. They did such a good job. I mean, all of the acts really did.
0: Well, if i had known they were all there, I would have gone. I mean, we know I'm not. I mean, look, new kids on the block. I can under. I can appreciate. Can you? And one of my friends I from high school married Joey McIntyre. Oh, husband. really? Yeah.
2: But, He's still real cute, by the way.
0: Yeah, and but, like...
2: He did Please Don't Go, Girl, and the whole room was like... <gasps> is Donnie in... Oh, yeah, Don Donnie Robert. was there. He was there. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I can appreciate them for what they were. It's just that I wasn't, like, a boy band girl. I was, a, like, a... I was a grunge girl. I was into... That's fair. Everybody you know, had I was, things. I love, uh, uh, like, Stone Temple Pilots and... I love Soundgarden and Pearl Jam and like those are my j- and I still to this day love those. And the newer versions of those, I would say, is like Breaking Benjamin and Seether. And, and so they just can't they just played in um, Alabama. That's how actually. your husband
2: bonded you and your husband, clearly, because y'all have the same taste in music.
0: Luckily, I happen to like his music because it was that it was his is a little bit maybe more southern rock feel. Um, but he was on tour with Creed and Nickelback. And so that kind of band mm-hmm. in that, those days. Um, those ones don't you. really stick to me funny enough. I don't know. They don't stick that much to me. I bet you like, know I, can appreciate, I, I do. I mean, my husband's, I do. Look my at this photograph. <laughs> yeah, that's us There's. I, I kind of, <laughs> like, yeah, some of them are pretty cheesy. But then again, so is, you know, Nuka's on the block. Just kidding. <laughs> but
2: I, 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 but I go across the board. I love rap. I love, actually, not so much rap as hip hop. You know what I miss more than any other genre, which is kind of ridiculous to even say this out loud, but like 90s, Country. Do you remember when it had such a moment? No, I was in New York. I was in Shania New York. Twain, in New York.
0: You know, for you in the South, that's what that was about. For me, it was, like it was Billy Joel, worldwide. Bruce Springsteen.
2: I feel like it was worldwide. This was like a moment. Reba. I do
0: know a little, like Sheryl uh, Crow. Is she considered Southern no. or she was more like California? That was more like California pop. Okay. Like um, guitar, like acoustic
2: But yeah, there was just this
0: moment in the 90s where. But I do remember a little Shania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I feel like a woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I know there was a, and then Carrie Underwood. I can, I can dig her. I can vibe with her. And Um,
2: now country doesn't do it for me as much. I like some of the poppy. Like,
0: well, I was just, I I actually went down to Broadway the other day. I had a friend in town and we went down to the Johnny Cash Museum. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's funny because living in Nashville now, there's more music in my life than there ever has been. I'm going to shows like once a week. My husband's going like three a week.
2: Yeah, when you first moved Peter here and you were like, I don't really like concerts. I don't unless go to concerts unless I know unless all the songs. I and the was songs. like, okay.
0: But then I went to 311 when they were in town and Primus the other day was in town. And that was like Primus. I knew I didn't know a lot of their songs. I was waiting for Winona's Big Brown Beaver, which is like my favorite song that they sing. You've never heard it, have you? Probably not. (laughs) It's such a good song. But the thing about (laughs) Primus, and I knew this was going to be a thing, it's kind of like going to see the Grateful Dead or, you know, a band that just can jam and play, like Allman Brothers. Like, you know that you're going to love whatever's going to come out of them, no matter, like, they just have this amazing sound to them. And Primus is so cool because the lead sound is a bass. Yeah. And he's got a whammy bar on his bass. And it's so groovy and cool. And you're just like... like It's just so fun and cool. Gotta get out there noodle. Love it. There were people with like the the chains on, like the hippie uh-huh. girls in the back with the chains on. And they're just like... They are just vibrating and you could hear the little jingles going on in the back and they were just having too much fun. People lighting up lighters and getting in trouble with the rhyming. But uh I've just been having a lot of fun with these shows. And like, yeah, and I mean, the music's been incredible. Even down here in Nashville, the ch- everyone at the church sings oh. beautifully, plays beautifully. It's oh, like- it
2: was so. In- when I first moved to Nashville, one of the things that I both loved and hated when trying to find like a church to go to was that people would like name drop, like, "Well, so and so leads worship oh, here. So and so plays drums, and you got to hear his solo during the worship service." I'm like, "Oh, here's a solo during the worship." But we are so incredibly blessed we to have live so here, much where here we're right just surrounded. So yeah, church services are a different ball game.
0: Yeah, and and then just I love being um, close enough to a downtown. Like when I lived in Connecticut, New York was so far away. And when I was living in New York City, I didn't really go to that many concerts. But the concerts were always in Jersey at the big venues, unless they were at Madison Square. So before I left Connecticut, I was actually going to Billy Joel a lot. There was yes. he has a monthly residency at. MSG, Madison Square Garden for all those non-New Yorkers. It's not the spice. In the other tri-state area. I know everybody has a tri-state area, but our tri-state area was New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Um, And so MSG is known to those tri-staters. And um, Billy Joel would play once a month, and me and my friends would go in once in a while. And, man, it it was so much fun. Did You just hear that? <laughs> that was like
2: my stomach, like right here. It's like a baby bird <laughs> that twin you ate in utero is trying to get out. Like what was that? That was the weirdest sound that ever happened to ever happen in my body.
0: <laughs> it sounded like my boob farted. What is that movie where he's got the
2: the the character has the person in his? Oh, the thigh. person.
0: Uh, 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 recall. Total Recall. <laughs> I love that movie. No, he opens up his chest, right? He just, doesn't he have the whatever person in it is? And chest like a person or in a backpack or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah the little person. That's what <laughs> That's I just you. had. That's what I just had in my in my in my my, my rib cage. My rib cage farted in a weird way. Um, it's your I twin hope you sister. all at home could hear that. <laughs> my twins. <sister. laughs> Instead of a third nipple, I have a, a second person attached. Um, but <laughs> but anyway, back to MSG. Oh, Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel too. He's like. I can all of his songs are amazing. There's a few I don't know, which I, always shocks me. But like, "Pressure" is like the best song ever. Go listen to that again. I like will. some songs that still hold up are "Land of Confusion," which I think Disturbed did a version of. Well, that, well, but I'm talking about now. I've switched to Genesis, and uh, what's his name? Um, Genesis is Phil Collins. Oh, okay. Um, so "Land of Confusion," that song really holds up now. But Disturbed did a cover of. I think it's Disturbed did a cover of it. Maybe it's like POD or something. And then, um. And then there's uh, like Billy Joel. I want my husband to do a cover of Pressure so bad. Somebody's got to do like a rock version of Pressure. That would be like, awesome. yeah, that would be it's really instead awesome. of the synthesizer that he used. If you could get in there and be like
2: Pressure, bam,
0: bam. Oh, well, it's and
2: song. you know I went through. Well, when Chris Karabovs here. We revealed all of my Scene Kid emo. Your emo Pass. Phase. phase. So all of that is still very much. What did you call channel. it? Scene Kid. Scene Kid. Scene Kid. Sing kid. What's that mean? Music scene.
0: Oh, the music scene. Oh, that kind of scene. Well,
2: really, what we were were anti-conforming conformist. We all thought we were, you know, super original. But yeah, we all had the same hair.
0: And well, the same with grunge, right? Everybody's got
2: (laughs) in grunge. It was everyone. All
0: the guys have long hair. All the girls have. Everyone's got their flannel tied around their waist. Like
2: yeah, it it was was such a kind of a movement like that. But it has to be. But I still hear all those songs and get very nostalgic. And still a soundtrack to a moment in my life that I don't necessarily want to. Relive, but I like to visit every mm-hmm. once in a while. Well,
0: and I love things like like Blondie, and then things my mom listened to, like the Almond Brothers or Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, I love.
2: Pat Benatar.
0: Pat Benatar, mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, I mean, so I feel like coming like Cher. coming to Nashville shares fun.
2: Ah, oh, if I could turn back time, oh, I have gosh. this vivid memory of seeing that music video for the first time <laughs> and the bodysuit on the boat and the like. If I could reach, you know, my oh God, my, God. We,
0: my girlfriend's in California that I did Sabrina with. Three of them got married the same year, so we did this huge bachelorette party. And at the bachelorette party, we uh, we all went to Cabo San Lucas for the bachelorette party. So we're in Cabo, and every night in the share song, um uh. Do you believe in life after love? That song was really popular. So every club we went to, yeah, or or like something. every hour they would play that song, oh. and then it was going like, "This <laughs> is for the LA girls," and then they do. I do, do it again, it. and we so now so at each of our weddings over the years, we always or like a big party, a fiftieth birthday party, whatever, we always have to play that share song. <laughs> it's funny how like stuff like that. Becomes, you know what that memory
2: also reminds me of, though. Probably the first time I can remember ever watching our guest this week on television. Oh, really? Yes. Sitting in my grandmother's living room with my mom. It's early in the morning. We've watched the music videos on MTV, ate breakfast, probably the Muppets somewhere in there, and then we turned on... (laughs) The Muppets. Her show. You turned
0: on Regis and Kathy Lee? Yeah. Did you? There she was.
2: Well, let's let's introduce
0: our lovely guest. Speaking of music, she is very into music. So today we have... I like to refer to her as America's longtime sweetheart. She is. She is, right? Because most of you spent your mornings with her in your home... Not her home, but your home, while you were sipping on your coffee and you were enjoying hearing her chat with her co-star Regis Philbin on Live with Regis and Kathie Lee, and most recently also on the Today Show, the fourth hour with Hoda. Um, what was it? It was Kathie Lee and Hoda. It was mm-hmm. called the fourth hour of Today Show. She was born in France. Funny enough, A little wild little known fact: born in France because her husband, her husband father was in the military. Raised in Maryland, longtime resident of Connecticut, and now Nashville. Kathy Lee has a long list, long list of accomplishments long list. and credits from musical theater, 16 great song albums. She guest starred on dozens of popular TV shows. Mm-hmm. Sometimes as herself, but sometimes not. She wrote 27 books. By the way, uh, Wikipedia says it's like four. Um, she corrected me. It's actually 27, you guys. It's so amazing. amazing. And children's books. So I don't know if in the 27 is children's I'm sure
2: books. that hopefully she counted those too.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, she's been nominated for... Oh my gosh. How many a Tony a, Award Emmys. Tony Award for her 50, play. Scandalous. Four Emmys? Fifty. I think she was nominated four times for Emmys and took home four of them.
2: No, fifty, 50 Emmys. Fifty took sorry, home sorry, four. four.
0: Fifty and took home four. Yeah. And uh yeah. Wild. I think the most recent was twenty nineteen with Hoda. And they were all as uh as talk as show host. hosts. Yeah. yeah. Um she has a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. And she dives headfirst into her charity work. Um, And I have, I've known her since I went on her show. I think, I assume it was for Sabrina the first time, probably in 1996. But this is the first time the tables are turned and I am going to be interviewing her.
2: (gasps) Not any pressure at all. No, so weird, but also so (laughs) exciting. What a different phase of our lives. I am personally so excited about this. I've wanted to meet this woman my entire life. I feel like people adore her and want to hear from her. And so let's see what she has to say. Should we bring Mm -hmm. her in? Yes. Come on in, Kathy Lee. So, Melissa, I'm so excited for you. You've been really working hard on getting your immune system up and going really well and getting your body in shape. What's your secret weapon now?
0: Well, I've been using AG1. Do you know AG1? I have heard of this. It's made by Athletic Greens. It's great. It tastes great. Uh, You do a scoop. Oh, no, because I know those veggie things can be not so tasty. This one is pretty yum. Okay, you, what do you like do? put a scoop in your water in the morning and it, oh my gosh, it helps in so many ways. So tell me what it's doing for you. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, all kinds of good stuff, right? Ooh. It's lifestyle friendly. You can eat it when you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, all the Whoop. things. So it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. And I love this. They're sustainable too for Every purchase, they donate
0: to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. That's amazing. Yeah,
2: they do like climate neutral certified, all that good stuff. That is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health.
0: Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit
2: athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance.
0: Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting What Women Binge. So I am so excited that you're here today. I'm
1: happy to be here with you. You're, I love your little studio. It's so Thank cozy. You. It's cute.
0: Amanda designed it. But this is rare. This is rare because in the however many years we've known each other, this About is the first time. 30. I'm— Thirty years. I'm interviewing you. So weird. It must be the thrill of a lifetime. I, you know, I, I'm <laughs> terrified right now because <laughs> we i we have I'm so still, much to learn and I'm still learning how to do this. So you know, feel free to like lean over with any pointers that you think you're going
1: like. to be a total natural at it. You already are because you <sighs> just you just you've always just shown up and been yourself. Unless you were acting and you had to be somebody else, but you know how to do that. Thank you. Know, you. Yeah. And the people that make it look easy, um, you know, unfortunately, that that makes it seem easy to other people, and everybody thinks they can do it. That's true. It's not. You know, yeah. except the one thing you got to do is
0: be who you are, yeah. be authentic, and uh, and listen. And you did, and that's why people loved you for so many years on live, and then again on today's show. Like, oh, thank you. You're just you. you're you're as I I I. I said in the opening, you're America's longtime sweetheart. Like, well, you are. You
1: didn't read some of my mail. You,
2: you're every <laughs> way we best all getting. Friend, I, I mean, oh, my whole, you. I mean, your career spans my whole life. But, I mean, every single section of my life along the way, there is something where I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was watching this when this happened. I, I know. And you, I feel like you're my best friend sitting right here. Like thank I've known you, you forever. That's, that,
1: you know what? I feel so blessed that I've been able to have. Uh, as long a career as I've been able to, I mean, I started out as an actress and a singer. That's all I ever wanted to do. And people, every time when I left Regis and I left uh, Hoda, at the height of the success of it, and first of all, people can't understand that. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I always just listened to that inner voice. The Lord always told me when it was time. And people would say, how could you give up your dream job? And I'd say, well, maybe, It's it's not my dream job. It Mm -hmm. never was. Maybe it would be yours. Yeah. But my dream job is what I'm doing right now, which is writing films, writing oratorios. um, You know, just reviving your Broadway musical. Reviving my Broadway musical. Hopefully, we'll be allowed to announce that again soon. Uh, That was a big heartbreak for me. You know, it's never. It's never. It's over. When when God says it's over, people go, How are you enjoying retirement? And I just laugh. Oh. <laughs> and I go, Who said I retired? You're busier I said, than ever. Th- nobody in the Bible ever retired. Yeah. They died doing what God put them on the earth to do. Yeah. One person disappeared, Enoch. They don't know where he went. Uh, Elijah went up <laughs> into a chariot of fire. And at last scene, John, the apostle, John, the, the disciple John was, you know, uh, on an island somewhere writing the book of Revelation. But everybody else died doing what God put them That's on the right. earth well, to do. Well, it's
0: interesting, too, because an, you're an artist. And, like, if you started out acting and, you, you know, even though you— are known to people as a talk show host, like mostly, but you're you're a musician. You love to sing, right? And you love to write and you love to direct. And I think that you always, like as artists, we always want to recreate and and keep creating. Well,
1: that's just it. I mean, I always marveled at Susan Lucci that she was Mm. so happy for 35 years to play (laughs) the same character. I would have lost my mind about maybe after three. I agree. Yeah. And the reason I was able to continue doing different things uh, was because I worked in the morning. You know, I worked with Regis. I was done at ten o'clock in the morning, and I, then I worked with Hoad, I was done by eleven, and I could raise my children. Yeah. I lived in Greenwich, Connecticut. I always commuted, and then I had a whole big day to fill up. Yeah, so I was and always writing kids and be at home for uh-huh. dinner. And, yeah. yeah,
0: so I was grateful for it, and uh, but it was never my dream job. But you stuck with it for a good long time. I mean, nobody can say that you like quit. You know, all of a sudden, you. No, it I was mean,
1: fifteen years with Regis. Yeah, you and did eleven a, with.
0: But I—that's I, a chunk of time. I mean, look, my series that lasted. You know, one, Sabrina lasted seven, Clarissa was four years, uh, Melissa and Joey was five years. Those are big chunks of time. That's that, your high school career a, over and over That's your life. Time. That's a big chunk yeah, of your Yeah, so the time that you did it, yeah. and, but you, see, I, I'm jealous because my dream job was always to do a talk show. Once I moved to Connecticut, actually, oh. kind of following your footsteps, moved to Connecticut, I wanted to do that because I wanted to be home in the afternoons. Right. I wanted to get my work done in the morning and have sort of a almost a nine to five or like a Six to noon, or so you know,
1: no, it worked out perfectly for me because I, um, my children were young, and I worked when I worked with Regis, we we owned the show with Disney, so that my kids grew up at Disney World. Well, and and I
0: love that how much you shared about them on the show. I remember that when I was a young girl watching the show and hearing you talk about your children was always so lovely. And
1: well, a lot of a lot lot of people hated me for that. Oh, Oh, howard Stern, different people like that, (laughs) because what Regis and I did. For all those years, and Regis did it for a long time before I got there, and did it for a long time, you know, after I left, he was the best, by by far, the very best at it in the world. And but um, we talked; we nobody had ever done it before. We talked about our lives for a living, yeah, you know, with no we didn't have one we writer. Shared. yeah, we, we you know we had one producer Gelman. We just made fun of yeah. the whole time, and,
0: <laughs> who and became like the the sidekick. Well, yeah.
1: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we called him the monster. He became the monster,
0: but um. Yeah, and
1: it was it was actually quite creative because it was almost like theater. Yeah. You know, you just make it up as you go along, that kind of theater. And re- and I learned so much from it. I was just uh, out in Los Angeles two days ago, and I uh, had lunch with Joanne, uh, uh, Joanna, his daughter, and her and oh. Joy. His, 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 you know, and yeah, and um, we didn't have a whole lot of time to reminisce because uh, you know I was being honored yet again for something. I said I said <laughs> you know what, something's con- I think that the. the, the uh, the vultures are circling because I'm getting honored all the no, time No, everybody is It's like everybody you. says, we better honor her quick because the woman's on her way out. Well, no way. There's you
2: haven't done. No way. I'm... Porn.
1: I have yet to do porn. <laughs> is I, that on the bucket list? It, well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> My father once said to me, in fact, he said it all the time, honey, find something you love to do and then figure out a way to get paid for it. There and I used know. to laugh with him, and I go, "Daddy, I'm glad you told me that before I had sex, or I would have been oh. a hell of a hooker." <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my and my gosh. daddy was the straightest man in the world. He went, like, <laughs> oh, <my God, laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my
0: gosh!" That's funny. That is great. So, so you—I mean, you have done everything from—I mean, I know you love to sing.
1: Well, I loved music when I was growing up, and I was not a very good singer. My sister was the singer in the family. And uh, but I loved music. My dad was a jazz saxophonist, and my mom had a beautiful singing voice. My sister was a natural coloratura singer, and I had a big, big voice. But it was uh, not—I had no finesse. I had no uh, classical training at all. So my sister uh, went to a teacher, and I went to her finally. And I and I sang a few, you know, scales for her, and sang a song or something like that. She was a very sweet woman, but she looked at me and she goes, "Kathy." With that look.
2: Oh, no. The bless your heart.
1: Mm-hmm. And we weren't even in the South.
2: Oh, she gave no. me the
1: look and she said, honey, stick to harmony. Oh. And I, she did me such a favor. I was so angry. Angry. Oh. I'll show her I can sing. I will show her I can sing. And she, she was a very nice lady. It's just that I, it was that attitude. What would have discouraged another person encouraged me to just, all right, you, you, if people are going to think that you're not a singer then become a singer. So I did. I did. I had a 40 45 year singing career. Yeah, you have like I mean how many albums did you put out? 16 uh, 16 albums. And are two of them Christmas albums? Uh th- I think
0: so. Yeah, yeah. I love the Christmas. Songs. And by
1: that time I'd started, you know, writing all my own stuff too and and collaborating with other writers. So it's just a way you can grow all the time and you're just been you know, very busy. I I am actually busier now than i've ever been in my life since i left the today show
2: wow. but but here's
1: the difference i'm doing what i want to do now yeah so On my own schedule it. yeah you know i mean i loved having a job all those years but i never missed a sick day in all those years of daytime tv and i had to be somewhere even at five i had my babies in Five weeks later, with cesareans, I was back on the air. Let's go. Get out there. Let's get, you know why? Because I knew the show would the suffer camera. if I was gone. Because yeah. it always suffered when I, was, I wasn't there or Regis wasn't there. People wanted yeah. to see us together.
0: Because, see, and this is the thing. Like, if, even though you took some slack for talking about your kids and stuff, it was about your life. And it was about you becoming friendly with the audience. But that's also got to be a fine line. Like, I'm finding it here sometimes, too. But when I Or when I get interviewed on a show or something. In case you share too much. You know oh, right. if you share yeah. too much and say something and all of a sudden you get burned for it or something.
1: Well, you picked an interesting time to be doing it. Uh, yes, you know, I, I, I almost thank God every day I'm not an, on live television anymore because I just say stuff and uh, <laughs> and you know they've been trying to cancel me for 45 years on daytime TV and I just you can't cancel somebody that will not be canceled. No, because you yeah. said you're not, not going to keep me from being who I am. You know, yeah, and so I just feel badly that we live in the kind of cult. although I think it's the pendulum swinging back now. You know, it's stupid to cancel people.
0: Well, you have to be you have to be so careful what you say and what you do. And and and, you know, you might not believe the things you say. Things might come out of your mouth. And of course, we should all be careful about what comes out of our mouths. I always tell my kids it's like a, tooth, a toothpaste, right? You squeeze it out and you Hard can't put back it back in. in. Yeah. Um, but at the same time. You know, especially when you're trying to fill content, you're trying to fill an hour of talking or you're trying to, um, you know, just be conversational and real. And something might come out that maybe you don't even really mean. But, you you know, you can't backtrack that. It's out there. It's recorded. It's there for everybody to hear.
1: And I think that what you have going for you, something like you, although you're still on and I'm still learning about you. You're <laughs> Cutting the eyes to out. Lisa. Oh, <laughs> no! I'm kidding.
2: I think you're going to like me. I adore I'm you. claim you're it. You're so
1: cute. You're so much fun already. <laughs> no, my you, people have gotten to know you uh, as characters through the years, but they also have gotten to know your character, yeah, as a human being. I think so. And they will be merciful to you for it. You know, I mean, maybe new people coming along. I'll have a bit about it, but when I was accused of certain things through the years that just were just not true, I was accused of sweatshop abuses or something. Oh, like, yeah. Way, 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 I way back. That. This lady. Came to, and that was one of the darkest times in my life because it was just I'd spent my whole life try, being an advocate for children. Yeah, Frank and I were about ready to open up a fourteen million dollar home for AIDS and crack babies, and I'm being accused in in uh, in, uh, in front of Congress of of, of running sweatshops. Mm. I said, Yeah, I've been working for children my whole life trying to change their lives, save their lives. I think it'd be fun to put a few of them to. To to work behind you know in a sweatshop now,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't. Make I mean, which yeah. use
1: use a little bit of common sense. It was it was a whole other thing. It was an attempt by a, a union to, to, to unionize the, Walmart. Was
0: that around the start of like all these lawsuits happening, like people suing McDonald's for hot coffee? And you all- know what?
1: It was in 1996, and it was a terrible year to be accused of that. I, I mean, I, I ended up getting laws changed, and, and God used yeah. it profoundly.
0: Well, and you turned it around in a big I, way. I turned it around yeah. because
1: even though I had no sweatshops, you. You have to have you have to have factories and hire people to yeah. work in them to have I I didn't have, ever have any factories and never hired anybody. It was you know I had I had a, a licensing agreement with Walmart. Yeah, yeah, and just like uh, Michael Jordan did with Nike, Nike. and yeah. Kathy Ireland and but everybody. You got up. Shine
2: a light on that issue. Well, once
1: I realized that they, that it was still that it was an issue, I did not even know that they still existed. Mm. They're everywhere. I had no idea. They're you know I'd never experienced it before. So. Once I realized um, that it was that they they do exist, even though I I didn't have any, I thought, well, I'm going to do some good about this. I might as well turn this and this lemon into something. And you did. Yeah. Right. But my point is, I came to work with Regis one day and there's this lady standing in the audience. She goes, Kathy Lee. Lee." I go, yes. Hi. And she goes, recognize this. And it was one of my dresses. And I said, oh, you're wearing one of my Kathy Lee casuals. And, And she was so sweet. She goes, yes. And you know what? When that man accused you of that, what what he said you did, I got so mad I ran out to my local Walmart and bought five of your dresses. Oh, So that's what you get if you stick around long enough and yeah. continue to be who you are, continue to live your life with integrity. Yeah. You know, am I going to say something but... once in a while that somebody's going to be offended by? Sure. Especially in today's world. Um But do I mean it maliciously? No. no, no. So it's about the, I mean, what what Martin Luther King had is the content of our heart, our character. Yeah, yeah.
2: And nobody remembers that now. It's just, nope, 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 you're you're gone. It's a weird expectation, especially of our most creative humans, to be these moral, like, examples to everyone. Like, the Bible's very clear. Humans are inherently bad. Yeah. And— I would hope that the majority of humans have learned good behavior, but we're all going to make mistakes. Yeah. See, and I don't think they're inherently bad. I truly
1: don't. We're, I, and I, I, I'm not to get into a battle about it, but I just, you look at a baby that comes into this world and I'm about to, to welcome my first grandchild. Yeah. We don't know if it's a little boy or a little girl. We don't care. But that child is coming into the world and that, that baby just came from heaven. Mm-hmm. True, and and everything everything's perfect in heaven. Now, the, what happens is that this world, um, this world affects us, influences For us, sure. pulls on us, seduces us, and we we start making bad choices, just like um, Adam and Eve did. But I think we are inherently born as children of God and and righteous in His sight until we choose to uh, to disobey Him, and even then, He welcomes us back with such. With such love like the father and, and the prodigal son?
0: Mm. That's that's what he does. I I, I agree. Like it's interesting. I love We've that had this, Amanda yeah. and I have had this debate a few times about this about like um, uh, natural sin or you know like yeah. it's it's interesting. It's an interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I fluctuate on it. I I want to believe that everyone is born. We're totally born pure into and this
1: world with the potential, uh, just like Adam and Eve, to, to 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 make good or bad choices. Yeah, and the word talks about choose life that you may live. Jesus said, "I came into this world to save it, not to,
0: to to judge it." Yeah, you know. Well, let's. I want to talk about your book. Yeah. So you have this wonderful book. At when did this come out? That came out in early December. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the Jesus I know. So uh-huh. tell us a little bit about this book because it sounds really interesting.
1: Well, you know what? I I hope it will be. It is to a lot of people. It's doing extremely well out there, and I I never write a book because I think, oh, this will sell. This will make the New York Times bestseller list. I don't live my life that way. I never make choices that way. I pray about everything, and, and oh, I, I make my agents and my everybody manage every, everybody feel like crazy. Like, Why do you want to do that? I said because I feel like I'm supposed to, mm. and most of the time I've been right. I've made some bad investments, and there was that first marriage. But anyway, oh. <laughs> there's um, not no, everything. we live and learn, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, this one is kind of interesting that way because. Um, uh, I just had a big, big success with a book called *The Rock, the Road, and the Rabbi*, and then I had Thanks another one called *Thank You*. Then I had another one called um, *It's Never Too Late*. When I was, you know, leaving the uh, the Today Show, and so this next time, I, I, I met. I was on the phone with my uh, literary agent at, at UTA. He's a wonderful guy. Love him. He's brilliant. But on paper, if you described him and you described me, we would be two people that would seem to have nothing in common. He's male. Can you say that still? I'm sorry. He's male. Okay. He's male. As long as he approves. Yes. (laughs) He's male. He's gay. He's Asian. He's Buddhist. I am none of those things. But I love this man. Yeah. And the differences that we have between us, our common ground is our sacred ground. And he doesn't believe in a lot of the things that I do or probably vote the way I do. And But I love the guy, and I respect him and admire him. And so he said, what do you want to do for the next book? Your books are doing so good. I said, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I have, don't have a leading. He said, you, I, the, the times, Kathy, you talk in, in, in all of your books about your experiences with other people and the conversations you've had about their faith— Whether it's with, you know, Craig Ferguson on the on the on the um, in the highlands on the set of the film that I wrote for him called Then Came You or it's um, or uh, Al Pacino sitting in your in your garden talking, you know, with him or it's it's, you know, whoever. He said, I find those conversations that you have about faith with people so fascinating. Would you ever think about doing a whole book on it? So I, I said, let me pray about that. Let me think about that. And I thought to myself, you know what? I go on these rabbinical trips to Israel and they are the most unbelievable life-transforming um uh, uh, trips a human being We've We've she wants Melissa me to go. To oh, Wait, what's
0: that? What's been? the word you just used? Rabbinical.
1: Rabbinical. What does that mean? That means you study rabbinically, meaning you study basically with um um with uh, <laughs> This might scare some people, but rabbis. Okay. You study with Messianic, I study with Messianic rabbis. These That's are Jews <laughs> who believe and love Jesus, but they are they know the Torah, they know the they, they, know, they know ten layers down and they know most importantly rabbinically means study this the way the Bible was written. okay The Bible was written in Hebrew in the Old Testament and it was written in Greek in the New Testament.
0: Is that what the other book is about then?
1: The rock. Uh, the rock, the Road, and the Rabbi is is about my different b- rabbinical trips. Oh, I'm going to check that out, too. Yeah, and you would love that because, yeah. you know, that book, I thought, nope. But I, because I got angry at, at not being taught right in Sunday school, Yeah, you know, I, I and not being told the truth about what the Bible really says, I thought, because this is what people say to me all the time, why hasn't anybody ever told me this? Exactly. And so the Lord spoke to my heart. You know, I had no intention of writing that book. And I was mad. And he says, tell them what you've been taught. Yeah, Don't get mad. Do something about it. Yeah, there you go. So I started writing the book. And I did about 50 pages. And I realized, I don't have a book. I have a pamphlet. So I <laughs> called my friend, one of my friends who's a brilliant teacher, Rabbi Jason Sobel. And I said, will you write this book with me? I'll tell about my experiences. And then you take us deeper. Into he'll always start it out, but but there's more, Mm. and that's what so many people in our world are longing for now, is more depth. The stuff we've been taught isn't working, you know. Our churches are lukewarm. We we don't have the power. We should, have. we should have miracles abounding in our churches, but we don't believe in miracles anymore. Mm. I believe the gifts of the Spirit are complete. Jesus said, greater things than I ever did, you will do in my name if you trust me, because I'll send you the Holy Spirit. And so I hang out with people that have, have seen dead people come back to life. I hang out with people who are faith healers, who have been to places like Rwanda, where they've cut off people's arms, and they've seen new limbs grow. And people go, this is insane. I have seen it myself. I've seen a lot of miracles like that because I believe. Yeah. And we have eyes to see uh, and ears to hear. God will show us. And and people can think I'm a, a, a crazy Looney Tune, but don't tell me what I've experienced yeah, or not. No. I've experienced demons. Yeah. So you can't tell me demons don't exist. I've seen them. Yeah. I've been visited by them. I've watched them flee. And... Uh, you know, so I, I think our lives should be—our walk with Jesus should be far more experiential
0: yeah. than just yeah. intellectual or— or I love that. I'm going to check out that book. And then—so this one, is that what—so you, when you're interviewing these people, so I see, like, Kristen Chenoweth. Yes, I love Kristen. And, like, Kevin Costner, and you said Craig Ferguson. Uh,
1: well, th- it's also some of the people that I've just mentioned before in books. So that I didn't do interviews with those two guys. Oh, okay, guys, okay. But I tell the
0: stories about them. But I did f- 25 interviews— uh, and are they? And so they're all different. Every one of these people has a different walk of faith, or Every, different faith, a even.
1: different everything. And that's why I like them. And so on one of my rabbinical trips, I said to the Lord, instead of taking people that have grown up in the church, just never been to Israel, that's what I often did. And I and I gave out scholarships through my foundation for young people to to, you know. In fact, I sent fifty people from a seminary at Gateway Church at King's College years ago just because I wanted them to study that way. Mm. If they're going to study and and, and, and graduate, know. yeah. graduate knowing what the Word of God actually says, yeah. you know? So this time I said, Lord, I feel like you want me to invite people that I love but don't believe like I do. Mm. But they're beautiful human beings and they're supposed to come and have that experiential adventure. And, 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 and so we put together maybe 25 people or so and it ended up being one of my favorite trips because I took Scientologists, I took um, agnostics and atheists, I took brokenhearted Catholics and confused Baptists, I took um, I took uh, people that are Sikhs and Hindus. Yeah, and so their stories are in here. Wow! But they talk also about how they were changed by studying the Rock Yeshua Jesus, the in on the road, which is the Holy Land. Um, the rock with the rabbi, not particularly any rabbi, but rabbinically, yeah. And every single one of them was changed radically, transformed, and they've never been the same since. Wow, two of my Scientologist friends, one of them uh, uh, writes my Broadway stuff with me, my off Broadway stuff, um, it, David Pomerantz, and his son Nicholas, who was 14 at the time. Nicholas was the first one he'd grown up in Scientology, first one jumped into the Jordan River to get. Oh, to get really? back Wow. And they took communion at the end. We're at the in the Garden of Gethsemane before we left on our home way home. And when I did my latest film that's coming out this August, it's called The Way. I was shooting in in um in Texas, and I was shooting a scene where Danny Gokey's is, you know, represents um uh, Jesus on the on the boat with his disciples. Mm-hmm. And I called up David and Nicholas. I said, "Would you guys like to fly to Texas and be two of Jesus' disciples. Oh. They got right on that that plane and flew. And, and and it just makes me smile every time now when I'm watching, you know, the film. And I just kind of go, there they are. That's so cool. Yeah. So the movie's coming out in August? It's it called comes the out w- in August. It's the Way. A, it's called The Way. Um, I don't know if you ever saw uh, my first film that I ever directed. It's a short film. It's called Um it's called the God who sees. Okay, and I, I wrote a song with um, Nicole C. Mullen called "The God Who Sees." We thought we were writing a, a, a song about Hagar. Remember mm-hmm. Hagar, mm-hmm. who was left by uh, you know bad, bad, bad thing that happened with Abraham and Sarah—not their best episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I love how the Bible tells all the dirty stuff too—not the dirty stuff like we were just talking, but I mean, you know, the, 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 the warts and the and the and the yeah, it, the, it, yeah, it tells it all. Humanity. The humanity of us all, exactly, and um, so we were writing it uh, in Little Franklin. She had to go to, on uh, tour, and I had to come back to do the Today Show. So I finished. I said, "I'll finish the song," in in Connecticut, where I was going home, and I started writing. And under the uh, the Holy Spirit, I kept writing, and I realized because of my theater background that I was really writing a. We weren't writing a song, we were writing a piece of theater, mm. and so it went from Hagar. To Ruth mm. in her experience and in in the desert, getting going from Moab to Bethlehem. And um and then and then it went to David hiding in the desert from David, from uh, Saul, King Saul. And then it ended with Mary Magdalene, who was crying in the garden because the, the her Savior, who had had literally released her from seven demons, that she, they could she couldn't find his body. And it was all those, and I said, okay, Lord. So our three-and-a-half-minute song went to 11 and a half minutes, and I said, nobody, nobody's <laughs> going to watch this thing. I, I just wrote it. She came to the studio. We did a demo on it. 95% of what you hear and see, when you, if you see The God Who Sees, was one take by Nicole. She was so under the anointing of the Holy Spirit that I immediately said, you know what, I'm going to take a ton of the prophets from the Rock Rodin, Rabbi book, it it became a huge bestseller. I had, I was sitting on five hundred thousand dollars in royalties from it. It's sold now almost seven hundred thousand copies. Oh, it's wow. become a, a real important um, uh, book for people who who want to go deeper yeah. into the things of the Lord. Anyway, I had that money and I was waiting it was in my kingdom account, <laughs> and I said, Lord, I'm going to use that. I'm going to get I'm going to get all the players in the Nashville Symphony Orchestra, and we're going to get some of the best orchestrators in the world and we're going to we're going to make it a, a, a thing that she can do in concert you know oh wow well it turned out so spectacularly a wonderful man named Philip Kevin, and, uh here everybody knows him in the music industry here in in L, in uh, Nashville did a magnificent orchestration it was so anointed of the holy spirit i said you know what we're taking the rest of the money and we're going to israel that's why when people say yeah, have you retired. I said, <laughs> "Oh, I'm finally have my dream job. This is my That's dream awesome. job. The most and you, filli- and then what do you do after that? Effort. Oh my goodness! Just more. I, I Keep can't. Keep going. More stories in the Bible. More books. I love it. More everything. I have my first little grandchild. Oh, I can't wait. So I'll, I'm and sure. You don't know if it's a boy or girl. My husband, Mike's husband, my <laughs> he's been gone about seven years, Aww. and I still make the mistakes sometimes. The my um my
0: son and his wife are expecting their first baby and they don't want to there's so few surprises left in the world i know that's how i felt and everyone i i got forced into finding out my first second one the doctor accidentally slipped and the third time i was actually able to keep it a a little I surprise i did not have that kind of patience oh i was i, I thought the same thing it's like <laughs> I the, don't, it's I, the last good surprise like i
1: i think so too and i i i didn't have the luxury cuz i was going to go back to work about 5 weeks after the baby was born. So I had to be prepared for whatever it was going to be. So,
0: Well, that was, I have to say, when Tucker was born, we thought, I kept thinking, I thought I had the worst mother like parental instincts ever because I thought for sure it was a girl because everything was different. I had like afternoon sickness. I'd never really had any morning sickness with the other ones, but with him, couldn't get off the couch after 3 p.m. Different cravings, was carrying differently. You know, it just felt very different. I was like, oh, it's a girl, it's a girl, it's a girl. And then, I'm giving birth. and My husband actually delivered the baby, funny enough. The doctor let him deliver it. And my mom happened to be there. And my mom yells out, it's a boy. And I was like, so she's the first one that said it. And I went, wait, what? And I was like, <laughs> how was I so wrong? Like, what was so fun was having to go shopping immediately, like leaving the hospital and going to the baby store and then like buying out. The woman literally goes, um, do you know how much this is going to be? Because I'm like literally at the register getting out. Um, now I need onesies and, and blankets and, you know, burp. Clothes and all this stuff. And I'm like checking out, and they're, she's like, she almost didn't want the sale. She was annoyed by how much she had to ring up. Uh, I was <laughs> like, she wasn't getting crushed. I have no clothes for this baby. I got it. I mean, I had some clothes because obviously I had two boys previous, so I kept a lot of it. But I was like, I need some new stuff for this baby. So you literally have my three sons. I do have my three sons. Uh, that is a That was the first
2: hashtag I used when he was born. Uh, funny uh, and yeah. and do you have children as well? So I have three. Yeah. I have a nine year old son Same and six year old twin girls.
1: Yeah. Oh, fun. It graduated fun. kindergarten. I oh, stop yeah, it. adorable. It
0: was so cute. So cute.
1: Well, you know, I'm ready for it. I never thought I'd have children because my husband, Frank, was 23 years older than I was to the day. Actual same birthday. Oh, wow. Oh, how and cool. he was already a grandfather when we got married and didn't want any more children. And I had never been that kind of woman who just dreamed her whole life of of being married and having kids. It wasn't, you know, I mean, I didn't. I didn't not want it. I just it wasn't. I I wasn't fixated on my yeah. first marriage. It was impossible for us to have had a uh, um, a, ch- a child. It was just a, a a horrible experience. So anyway, um, uh, and then I I got married all those years later and to a man I never dreamed I'd you know marry a man twenty three years older. True love. And then all of a sudden uh, we're pregnant with Cody, and all of a sudden we're pregnant with Cass, and now they they're thirty two and twenty eight. And um, and I, thought, you know, I didn't know if they're going to have. i was just happy for them. Yeah, I know I'm going to love this child. Oh, you're going to be his oh, grandma. That's yeah. it's like <laughs> you know what I'm going to be called? What? I don't want to be grandma. I don't want to be <laughs> granny. <laughs> I don't want to be any of those things. Uh, this beautiful man in my life that I just adore is uh, is his mother's Israeli, and so I asked her. I said, uh, "What is what is uh, what are most Jewish grandmothers called?" Oh yeah, and she goes, "Booby." Oh. It's short for bubula. Yeah, and I said that's what I'm gonna so be. So you're Bubby. Well, that's such a I'm New York not, bub- not a bub, bub. Bubula. Bubula. I think we careful. called my little sister bubula. They'll get booby. Well,
2: <laughs> kids have a mind of their own with this stuff. My my mother-in-law was determined she was gonna be grandma. And she tried and she tried and tried. And she is now Meemaw because that's what uh, came out. Uh, yeah. So you're going to yep. really have to practice that emphasis. Oh, oh, on- oh I, I have so many younger siblings
0: <laughs> that I have so many nicknames. Like, none, of, no one could ever say, no baby can say Melissa. Yeah. So all my sisters called me something different. My sister Emily. I was Nana. I was Jess. I was, uh, uh, oh, what was it? Jekka. I was called Jekka because she could say Jessica but not Melissa. So she liked Jekka better, so I became Jekka. So first I was Jekka. <laughs> then I was Nana. I think I'm still like, on out of like, something. Now I'm la-la-la. To my to my nephew, I'm anti-la-la-la because la, he couldn't say Melissa.
1: Who was the the, the 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 Sally Field movie about with the woman with 20, 20 uh, personalities? Sylvia yeah, That's me. So, that's so, me. So, that's <laughs> me. I'm that.
0: so proud of you and all the amazing work you're doing. Oh, thanks. But so I need to ask you what your favorite fast food joint is. <laughs> here us shift in gears. No, just in general. Is there a favorite? Is it? Is it? Is it In and Out? Is it Best? Uh, good Guys? Best? I was gonna say Best. Five best, Guys. Five Guys. Five Guys. guys. Um, is it Best Guys? In and Out. Like, like is it like Hattie B's?
1: Is you it? Know, I don't. I try not to. I mean, I I do like the burger every now and then at the Tap House. Oh, in okay, Franklin. Okay. I do love Mojo's Quesadillas. I do love uh, the beautiful, I love I love the little restaurants all around. But if you're like um,
0: driving, let's say you have to take a road trip to LA and you're on the road and you got to stop. You got to stop. What's the stop? Is it Chick-fil-A? Is it Wendy's? Is it Arby's? Is it?
1: Everyone's got one. Yeah, well, I right. guess it would have to be old good old McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh, okay. Yeah, though it's never been the same since they took the animal fat out of the out of the french fries. <laughs> never the same. Oh, is that why they taste so like weird now? They they they're not great anymore.
0: Wait, they're what's so what's your order? Is it a, oh, it would is be it a big would a quarter mac? pounder with cheese. Okay. okay. But I would take the
1: bread off. Oh, okay. Quarter pounder with cheese and uh yeah. And a fork.
2: No, I <laughs> How I just, do you eat it without the bread? It. It. You, you just got to you got to go You got to go for it. You
0: just get a little messy. Yeah. Um, is there a TV show you refuse to watch? I
2: won't watch
1: any of the Real Housewives.
0: Oh, really?
2: Oh, she's not a reality. Do you like girl. any reality,
0: or is it just specifically the Housewives? No. Do you I know really... too many of them? Is that why? <laughs> 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 That's fair. So you can read into all. I the... just
1: first of all, I know that they're 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 totally not scripted scripted, but there's no real there's no reality about any yeah, of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've been—Chris um, Jenner tells her story in, in my book, and Chris has been a friend of mine since four, for 40 years, and we, we just go to Bible study together, and mm. lot, very few people are aware that she has a very, very deep walk with Jesus. Mm. She's—by uh, she by her own admission, would say she's stumbled a whole lot in her life, and— uh but that, that, that I thought would be an interesting story for people yeah, to hear. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, I've been accused of being, you know, the worst Christian in the whole world all these years because I'm god, godmother to Kel, uh, Kylie and, and Kendall.
0: Oh, OK. And
1: and I've been, there, you know, when Bruce was Bruce and when Caitlin was Bruce I and mean, we traveled all over the world together and those girls were little. Yeah. And I when I moved to New York a long, long time ago, of course, I didn't see them very often and i obviously haven't had much of an impact on their life <laughs> but here's the thing you guys i love them yeah i love them and i'm not going to stop loving them we don't we're not allowed to stop loving people when they disappoint us or when they do or they act out or they do some or they sin i don't want anybody giving up on me cuz i sin every day You know, we gotta stop that. We gotta stop canceling each other. And we gotta start doing what Jesus said to do, which is love one another as I have loved you. It's funny that
0: you bring that up because, like, this last weekend, my church, like, that's what we dove into was that love one another, the new commandment. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. You're bringing it up so much today. And if we're really
1: doing it, Melissa, if we're
0: really doing it, we don't have time to judge anybody. No. It's hard work to love people, it's hard enough to just try to be, to walk. Your own walk exactly. and behave yourself in the way it you're supposed to behave, let alone judge someone else. Exactly. Yeah, it
1: takes a lot of a lot of effort. You know what I would love to do, though? Maybe next time I come to visit you guys, I'll bring you T-shirts. I really do want to <laughs> make a T-shirt that says, very kindly. Oh, I'm so sorry, but I think you're confusing me with somebody who cares what you think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I want to get you a bumper sticker. I was going to get one of these for Amanda that says, tell me if you're, I bet you already have this on your card that says, um, in case of, uh, oh, what is it? In case of. um,
2: Rapture. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) In case of the rapture. (laughs) In case of
0: rapture, this vehicle will be unmanned.
2: So I gotta get you one. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: I want to get one of those for Amanda. I actually have it in my Amazon cart, but what about unwomaned? Unwomaned, exactly. <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah. Um, is it okay to on the air put on a little lippy sticky? Of course. Go for
0: okay? We've got like this is why five I can never go to prison.
1: I can never go to prison. This is one of the reasons because they will not let you have this. What's your shade? Oh, I, the, anything. It's just got to be nude.
2: All right. You
0: can't go to prison because you like your lipstick. I gotta have it. I gotta. They have don't it. let you have lipstick in prison.
2: No, they like videos about how they like make their own makeup with like food. Oh, yeah. You could use like beets. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure they have access to beets. I in mean, prison if often. you ask
0: for them, maybe they'll give them to you.
2: But here, how about this? They how about they don't, no, There's another person?
0: thing I have to have. Oh,
2: what's
1: the other it's thing? It's got to be this and and tweezers.
2: Oh, really? Oh, yeah.
0: What is I would die that without tweezer? my tweezers. Without your tweezers, oh, No. look at my eyebrows because I don't know the last time. I, <laughs> I used to go have them done once in a while, but I can't find a place since I moved to Nashville. So, oh, I've got a
1: place for you. I'll give you. All right, I'll give you, you got to give number. me all your yes. secrets. Yes, yes, yes. Okay.
0: All right. So, what is a uh, a movie you don't understand the hype of? I hated
1: Pulp Fiction when it came out. Really, I was supposed to watch it uh, for uh, somebody was coming on my show with Regis, and and I I they gave me a screener. And I remember watching it, and I and I and I just it it was it was it upset me,
2: yeah, my spirit so
1: much. Yeah, I said I am not gonna you know I'm not gonna put
0: in this stuff into my brain. Did you have Did you have children at this time? Yeah, I did. See, I loved that. Mo- I was in college when yeah. the movie came out, and I was obsessed with it. Yeah, so much so that I couldn't stand the fact that Forrest Gump won the Oscar over it. And I was so mad. I thought that was so unfair because I thought Pulp Fiction was such an interesting. And I feel like it did change the face of how we did storytelling, like it put it out of order, but still connected. So characters that had really nothing to do with each other other than they were sitting in a diner at the same time or something. I thought that was really fascinating. But it's funny because I was a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. But later on, when I had children, I couldn't watch it. After Kill Bill, then I had kids. I haven't watched one of his movies I'm since. you going right. to go against
2: Forrest Gump, though. Well, now I can appreciate it's Forrest Gump. It's not the Gump. Alabama either. As a college okay? girl in
0: New York <laughs> yeah. City it's at NYU. Of a masterpiece. <laughs> but <laughs> in, in, at NYU, I don't know. Look, I wasn't a film school student, so I didn't really, I guess, even though I was in the industry, I didn't really understand the industry and the storytelling and, and the way you can do storytelling. I thought. He was way over the top. I thought that Tom Hanks was way over the top. That accent was ridiculous. Well, I thought it was all a little bit ridiculous. And then the fact that, like, all of a sudden Nixon's in it, and there's so like, "Married a I'm man from like, yeah. well, yeah. Alabama and realized
2: how realistic that <laughs> yeah, <actress is. laughs>
0: how realistic that my accent
1: mom, my mom, what is it? My, my mom my always <laughs> say it. Oh, it was pretty thick. Lock a box, of lock, a, <laughs> a chalk. <chocolate.
0: laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's not just the accent. He had other things going on too. So it was well. He
0: it was just an over the t- it was a very developed character. And at the time, I couldn't appreciate it. I can now. Yeah. my you. children actually love that movie, which is I find even more fascinating. Right. But I think as a teenage girl wearing my combat boots and like my goth New York City, you know, girl, I can get that. Pulp yeah. Fiction was you my know, thing. we have
1: seasons in our lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I've never seen Django Unchained or like I've never seen. Um, you his, know what his one last I did movies.
1: like was a, um, um, the Hollywood one. What was it called Hollywood? Land? Once upon a time in Hollywood. That oh, would once be once upon it. a
0: time in Hollywood. Yeah, that was. I a... thought that was
1: interesting. That was about the Manson family.
0: However, I feel like that could have been done better. First of all, you can cut an hour out of that movie easily. Just don't have Brad Pitt on the roof with no shirt on. But like, I mean, I like that. That's I liked it. Exactly. I did like it. <laughs> I was to say, let's keep that let's part. But wasn't really didn't that part need to. Like you kind of thought that maybe he, that was going to lead to something. It didn't. Anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> um, is there a workout that you did that you maybe gave up
2: on, or that you love, or that you love?
1: I'll tell you a workout that I cannot live without now. It's very unusual fitness routine. Something called Mandu. M-A-N-D-U-U. Oh, M-A-N-D-U-U. We've been oh, talking about this. this. Yeah. I'm telling you, they said, first of all, you're, you, you, they scan your body metabolically. They, tell you, they said, look at you. Look at your body fat. And okay, and I had more body fat than I thought because I was skin and bones. Yeah. But he said, but look at your skeletal. Said you are you're starving yourself to death and you don't oh. even realize it. You are going to have osteoporosis. You're going to have that 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 if you don't start doing this. I said, what is it? He says basically in essence, and people can uh, Google it or go online to Mandu M A N D U U. You become a, a human conduit for. I was there this morning. A human conduit for electricity. They basically dampen you down. They put you in a suit. They they uh, connect uh, electrodes to you, and a current goes through you, not voltage. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get, you know, zapped. Or no, anything I, of, and, I don't need and you work hair resistance right against the the, the current.
2: <laughs> Watch what you say, sister. If I, Yours isn't frizzy. I, 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 you want to see something amazing? All
1: right. This is this is only only because right, I did okay. this on the Today Show, and it, it it absolutely crashed the website. Okay. Oh now remember, I was skeletal. Okay, I want you to see this. Look at that oh! bicep. Wow. <sighs> That's from that program? That, that I'd never had musculature in my life. I gained 14 pounds, all muscle. And wow. last time I went in for my bone density Look test, at your arms. I had started to lose my leg, too. Same things. I had started to why? lose um, uh, bone density because women do, especially yeah. when you're in, oh, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm way up there, kids. I'm <laughs> older than Methuselah. But anyway, still have my own teeth, though. There you go. Anyway, oh day is young. Day is young. Anyway, uh, my, I was losing density, and they say you can stop bone loss, but you can't get it back. Right. Oh. I got back 9% wow. more bone density because of Mandu. So I don't suggest, I suggest it, for, especially for women. Yeah. So important. Oh, we got to check it out.
2: Yes. I know what we're doing this week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> New program. We've and been doing every kind of workout. It's only fifteen minutes. We're it's doing everything. Minutes. We do Pure Bar. We do Cycle Bar. We do. <laughs> we go to all the Orange Theory oh, spin. Orange Theory. We do all of. Walk I'm it. This so morning sore we today. did a long walk. We yes. Did like a- we'll
1: try out Mandu and tell yeah, them Kathy will. sent you. I'm not the official spokesperson for them, but I said I'm still. You, the- I think you need
0: to be after that. I'm, I, I still know. Go-
1: I'm still going to tell everybody I meet. Uh, that this is something they need. Yeah.
0: You know, I'll do it for free because I I just so believe it. It's great in when you find something you like and you and it really makes a difference for you for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't I hated uh, yoga. I wish I loved it. Oh yeah, yeah. No. I, I, I hate yoga
0: cuz all I can do they're like just be in the room and think about your breathing. I'm like I am not thinking about my breathing. I'm thinking about my I'm laying there on the, or I'm doing my downward dog and I'm like thinking about all the things I have to do today. I need like loud I'm thinking music, about down, a spin down, bike.
1: Down, down, downward dog, that your ass is up in the yeah. air. <laughs> Somebody's Did I wear the red leggings today?
0: Who's behind me? I didn't me. mean to interrupt. And but who I I knew get a laugh. No, 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 totally. <laughs> just,
2: no, it's always. I'm the girl on the in the puddle on the mat just laying there because she sweat. peer pressured Ugh. me into
0: going. Right. Because yeah. I always want to do hot yoga because I feel like if I'm going to do yoga, I have yeah. to add the hot to it. So at least I feel like I'm like. You know, getting toxins out or doing a sauna thing because I can't just be doing just yoga. Come that's not enough. Use my sauna. I just don't <laughs> love it. I,
1: yes, sauna great. <laughs> my, my daughter loves all of it. She'll do. She's she'll get out of mandu and she'll go up to a hot sauna and and that's great. I don't. No. So and I'm not going to continue on something that I don't. Yeah, that. that's the thing. first I of I all. Love within spinning. three weeks, I started to have uh, def- definition in my arms. Oh, we
0: got check this out. Yeah, all right.
2: Yeah. so you work out while you wear this, yes, suit. You, work, you work out in, yes,
1: and there's okay. they're, they're, there's one in um you probably go all over the place with your there are yeah. three locations in there's they're they're in uh, Houston. They're in Austin. They're in um Charlotte, North Carolina. They're in Birmingham, oh wow. they're in they're growing, growing so like growing. a big city kind of uh-huh, franchise, Chicago, kind. Chicago, and Very opening cool. up in Florida. So I'm, I'm happy to tell everybody all about it. I, yeah. I actually showed my uh, my, my arms to, to Dr. Oz about a year and a half ago, and he'd been con- real concerned about me being so thin. And I showed it to him. I said, he said, Kathy, all right, this is a game changer. <laughs>
0: You're, you're like Madonna. You're like Jack. I know. But
1: but she works out. You know what it's equal to? Fifteen minutes of Mandu is equal to between a six and eight hour full on gym workout.
0: Oh, my gosh. We're doing this. I'd rather do that than six to eight hours in the gym. And it works I out 95%
1: of your musculature in your my whole gosh, body. That's awesome.
0: All right. I'm going to check that out. Okay. So next question is, what's your favorite genre of books? Well, you said you don't really read a lot of books right now. I know. You're always writing them. When I did read them, I loved
1: I loved sweeping biographical tales. Okay, yeah. There's a my a, a, a friend named Allison Pataki, who writes incredible um, historical novels. Oh wow! I love historical novels. She's the daughter of the um, uh, long time ago. Uh, he was the governor of New York, okay. George Pataki. Oh His yes, daughter. Of and uh, she, if, if you. Want to check out some of the most riveting, but they're they're historical biographies, real people. That's why I loved Amy, Mm -hmm. and that's why I fell in love with her. I read probably fifteen books about her. Yeah, couldn't get enough. But I don't like fluff. I don't have. I don't. I'm. You know, it's so funny. I made my living for so many years being silly. You know, I was so. I had to be silly. You had to know everything about pop culture. I had to know all of that stuff. And I said, and yet I'm about five percent silly in real life. Yeah, you know I'm a real I'm serious about stuff.
0: And I you're passionate about stuff. I'm really passionate because you're actually you are silly. You are. I love to be
1: silly, and you like it's to, a great antidote to yeah, so much seriousness. You've got a
0: great you've got a great sense of humor, and Thank like God. yeah, <laughs> another gift. Yes. Um, is there a podcast that you enjoy? Like, a- um, I, I there's
1: one I hated my own.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I did
1: one for about a year and a half, and I, I didn't enjoy it. No? No, because um, I didn't get to do them in person very much. Oh, And I got tired of sitting in my little podcasting yep. booth my my downstairs in my I have a recording studio in my house in Connecticut. And my husband would say to me, are you going potting today? And i go, <laughs> I'm going potting. But I would sometimes sit there for like 10 minutes waiting for somebody to get on the oh, other yeah. end. Or they do it. On a, when they're in a car and uh, bad connections, and, you and I
0: use it, and I'm so spoiled from doing
1: live television yes. and live theater my whole life, and, it and just having seemed... that
0: that sort of back and forth. Yes, and, yeah, yes. So it wasn't fun. Is there a podcast though that you do enjoy that you like love to listen? I just don't have any
1: time. I I don't yeah. drive around a whole lot, so that okay. lot, and I and when I'm walking, I love to go for long walks, but I'm usually working on lyrics and um. or I'm on the phone. I try to. Try to do a lot of my my office work. I just you stay connected. Yeah, the the thing I do for fun, and the only thing I do I do for fun is is uh, antiquing. Oh, really? I love I love interior design. That's what I would have done as uh, professionally had I not gone into the you know. I do it now with scenic design as a director. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I I I. I I probably should do all these things, read other people's books no, no. other than Joanne's,
0: listen to other people's You're podcasts. You're so busy with your own content. I am, I've like... never been busier, and truly. And it's great that you dive into it because I, I get so overwhelmed with other people's art and oftentimes ignore my own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the opposite. Do you have a favorite reading spot, like somewhere you like to – Yeah, or let's con- say writing spot for you?
1: Yeah. In in Connecticut, it's it's um, it was my husband's chair. Uh, that, you know, recliner and leather, beautiful, like Ralph and leather reclining. It's just beautiful. It's actually in the room that he passed in. Oh. And I still love sitting in it, even though I found him in that room. He had oh. the, this was the look on his face. I said, oh. he saw Jesus and Jesus took his breath away. Oh. And I actually ended up writing a song called that with Brett James here in, in town. Oh, wow. And it was my first number one on iTunes. Really? Yeah. What's the song called? No, not iTunes. What is it? Uh, he, saw uh, uh, or... he saw Jesus. He uh, saw Jesus. Yeah, it was a be- It's a. He's a great writer, but it, yeah. So, um, but here, here I, I have a, uh, a sofa that right. I turn my fireplace on even in the summertime. because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm up at like three in the morning, and I like my fireplace. You know, it just That's comforts nice. me.
0: Yeah. Well, we need you to pull your phone out because now we need to know how many unread emails you have, because this is how we judge people. <laughs> also, think you can judge me very easily because guess what? Some people are my people and some people are Amanda's people. I bet people, you can so we'll guess how one. many I have. I'm good. Let's see. Is she your people or my people? Team Amanda. You think she's team Amanda? I All think right. So I'm going to guess that you have upwards of if you're a team Amanda, we're going to say upwards of 10,000 emails unread. <laughs> I have zero.
2: <gasps> oh, she's my people. She's Team Melissa. Because I have, people.
1: I don't do email. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's
2: cheating!
1: Everybody in my family that loves me, or when when all that started, said, "Don't do email, Mom Mom's going to control your life. You're going to hate it." Do you
0: write cards? Do you still? Are you a writer? <gasps> oh, I love that. I still. I, 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 try I to write, write cards. out
1: everything I do, whether it's a Broadway musical or a or a, a you
0: movie. Handwrite everything. Handwrite everything. Oh gosh, I don't on know what I would pads. do without my notes app on my phone. You'd handwrite like, hand that's where it I like keep her?
1: everything. I, I I like to. I like the process of writing and i'd like to, to be able to see my mistakes and how i changed one word for them. i like to if you if you just you know auto correct it or whatever it's gone do you have I, nice handwriting i bet she does not when i'm writing books no. when i'm when i'm writing can him. you do shorthand not really oh.
0: no maybe, maybe this is the new thing you need to learn is some
1: shorthand i um i'm trying to learn how to
0: um Paste and copy and things like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, uh, back to the podcast thing real quick. I want to tell you. Um, I think it was was it Patty Heaton that suggested the uh, Tim Keller podcast you might enjoy.
1: How is he doing? I know he's been battling health issues. I
2: actually don't know, but I think
1: is Patty is Patty
2: from I have with no him? idea. I just know that I've she said been... don't listen to it while you're falling asleep or you will have nightmares. Oh yeah, yeah that's you can't right. turn that's him right. off. She did have she did have.
1: Oh. <laughs> I I I've listened to several. I've been to its church. In New York. My my brother was a pastor oh, in New yeah. York. So um, he and his wife, Kathy, are very, very very sweet people. But yeah, Tim Kelp, you know what? He's like a modern C.S. Lewis. Yes, mm-hmm. He's really, really... Um, you know who else does a great one? Eric Metaxas. Oh, okay. I only know from not listening to him, but doing him with him. Yeah. You know who Eric is? I he, don't. Eric Metaxas wrote Bonhoeffer. Eric Metaxas wrote the book, uh, um, uh, Amazing Grace, that... Patty Heaton did the movie from. Oh. Talk about great, great historical uh, uh, biographies. Yeah. Bonhoeffer, um, uh, John Newton. Uh, well, actually, it was a man who was—William Wilberforce, who was the one that stopped um, uh, a 20-year effort to uh, to stop the British uh, slave—what uh, would you call it? Well, British slave trade.
0: Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. It was a
1: man of God— was a um, white privileged, white privileged man of God he was a member of parliament and um, and he became a devout Christian and 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 knew that that slavery was innately wrong and 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 evil and he literally for 20 years literally dying of, of chronic illness uh, it's one of the best that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Patty and her husband produced it.
0: Amazing Grace.
1: Yes, if you've never seen Amazing Grace, it is brilliant.
0: All right, yeah, I haven't. I have to see that. Yeah, we should have had her talk about. She was she was one of our first guests. Yeah, she was our guinea pig. She's a great great woman. She's She's fabulous. Love her. Well, Amanda has a list of this or that.
2: I don't know what that is. It's
0: literally just going to be one thing or the other, and you just—they're very thorough and fun, (laughs) as best you can.
2: Okay, Batman or Superman.
1: <laughs> oh, not Batman. Superman.
2: All right. Uh, Although
1: Batman had a cool car,
2: he <laughs> did. <laughs> he did. But
1: Superman can like fly. I don't know. Superman. Superman had a family. There was something about Clark Kent just being so nerdy and cute.
2: Yeah, yeah. I kind of married a Clark Kent. That's, that's a man. You bit. did marry yes, a Clark he's Kent. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Okay. This one is controversial. I feel like. Natural tan or spray tan.
1: Natural tan, although you got to be careful with it, you know it's. uh,
2: Well, you're up there on the coast in Connecticut, right?
1: Yes, yes, but I haven't gotten in the sun in over twenty. Well, since I was twenty. Wow, Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
2: look at you protecting that skin. Uh, skin. Well, if I wanted to be in this business,
1: I just thought I better take care of it. I mean. I'll get at You
0: get it anyway, even if you're not trying. But oh, I, my left side, I, I've been, um, I did that laser thing recently to get rid of some uh, sunspots. Yeah. And my left side, I've actually seen this before on like one of those UV ray yes, it's awful screenings shows, on your left side because of the car. The driving car, in the dri- car. Especially in LA. I you, get all these yeah. sunspots on the left side. On your side. left arm. Yep. Yeah. I do my hands. I, I make sure I, I sunscreen my hands. I've got yep. to start
2: doing that. All right. We already know the answer to this one now. Mascara or lipstick.
1: Well, I love mascara, but I I cannot live without lipstick and gloss. <laughs> I, I, my, I, my friends find and uh, like 20 of my lip glosses everywhere. <laughs> They're in everybody's pockets. They, they, I, I'm everywhere
2: with my. I don't
0: gloss. think I have any. I have chapstick.
2: You're a chapstick girl. See, I'm
0: not. I'm not. I am yeah. Okay. i do not like anything on my lips. My mom actually used to put lip sc- lipstick on me when I was little in order to get me to shut up. Cause if you put it on me, I just, I won't move my lips. <laughs> I hate the way it feels. <laughs>
1: You're a strange human. I know. You don't She's like your I don't think like your husband's strange.
0: lips on your lips? Oh, I love my husband's lips, but I don't want crap between me and him. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want, like, a layer. I just want to feel the lips. I don't want to feel the shiny <laughs> stuff on my lips. Feel the lips.
2: That's going to be the new quote. Feel the feel lips. lips. Okay. The, lips. the
1: boys are saying, uh-oh, this is going <laughs> to de- descend into madness. Okay. It
2: does quickly when it happens. Uh, chess or Scrabble?
1: I haven't played either one in so long, and the other night, we had a, a long Scrabble game. Oh, it's my favorite. Oh. And it was fun. It was fun, although it seemed like they added so many more um, ways to, to, you know, count. Oh, they oh, When I started playing it in the 1800s, letter. yeah, you didn't have any of that stuff. You got a one for, the, you know, you got, you got four points. You got one point. Was it I said, or the I, most? I do <laughs> want to
0: do math the whole time I'm doing the whole tag thing. <laughs> it's, so it's Sudoku and Scrabble put together now. So yeah,
1: I'm not a game person that way. Um. um I, when my
0: kids were little, we played games, but it's
1: not the kind of evening I, I would I choose to do. But my we, nine-year-old
0: has recently discovered life, and that's when I will life play. Life was fun. I love life because you can get through it kind of quickly. Clue was fun. Clue is fun. That's yeah. true. I should show him Clue now that he's yeah because yeah, we've done clue. life a few times recently.
2: Yeah, Clue is good. <laughs> All right, sand or snow? S-
1: sand. I. I. I I can't take the snow anymore. I've had uh, too, many too many winters, years of too many winters in New York. too far
2: north for me. I don't know how anybody does further north. <laughs> uh, Twizzlers or red vines? Twizzlers.
1: Yeah, she's New yes. York. See, you're East Coast. I also, but black licorice. They have sprouts. They have the best black licorice. I know a lot of people don't <laughs> like it. I love it,
0: love it, love it. Isn't that oh, what good and Plenty's are?
2: I, I now know yes. who to save yeah. my black jelly beans for. Or
0: give her good and Plenty's. Yeah. No, see, I don't like jelly beans.
2: Not even the jelly belly ones. Mm -mm. No, I'm
0: not a jelly bean person. Mm -mm.
1: Skittles. That's. (laughs) I hate those little peeps. (laughs) Like demon possessed.
0: <laughs> I love oh. peeps. I
2: love the I love way they love look. Peeps. But, oh, no, yeah. the sugar crunching. Oh, no, they're oh, gross! With the marshmallow. Oh, I know. love it. I love to I show love my it, kids how they'll explode in the microwave. Oh. What? If you I still have... have some from Easter, I might have yeah, to try that. Go home, put one in the microwave, and they just like blow up. Then you gotta and then they
0: clean go, it up. Pff. You can make s'mores with those too. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, but it's not a real marshmallow. Another thing I hate: s'mores. Ew. Oh, really? I've recently learned how to make them really well. I've been doing a lot of s'mores in the last few years. I've gotten a, really good. So, at what it. would you choose, s'mores or sushi? Sushi, S'more. every S'more, time. S'mores. <laughs> <laughs> it's fish. Fish versus like oh really good no, marshmallow and fish. chocolate. What's wrong with it? Well, That's <laughs> what I'm gonna do after I, I'm gonna go and get You're some gonna go sushi, sushi? sushi. Yeah, I'm gonna after go this. get <laughs> peeps.
2: Nice. I'm gonna go parent. So, you know. Okay, um, this one is for your taste in men here. Facial mm-hmm. hair, or clean shaven.
1: I'll go clean shaven with a little bit of... A little scruff? Yeah. Okay. So I don't scruff. like... I think your husband's beard is very handsome. Oh, thank you. I, no, there are some men that look beautiful with beards. I mean, Governor Huckabee... Governor Huckabee looks so much better with a beard than without. <laughs> yeah. And so does... Um, oh, we just... Sean Connery.
0: Oh. You know that... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it depends on the man. That's true. That is yeah, true. So, And if you're used to seeing them, like if it's someone like Sean Connery and you're used to seeing him with a beard, I don't... I think it'd be weird to see him without. But my husband... For you know, fifteen years no beard, and then all of a sudden he grew this nasty beard, it and was I was like, not nasty. It reminded me of my dad's friend Ned, and I was like, <laughs> I am not kissing Ned. <laughs> yes. You need to shave that thing, yeah. or I will never kiss you again. It's going up my nose. Like it probably smells like food, but I won't get close enough Yet, to find however, out. Every oh man no, this, this That didn't.
2: we ever agree is handsome has a beard. has a
0: beard. It's true. So she
2: says she's anti facial hair, uh, but I'm not buying. I like no. when my husband. I like this. I agree with you, scruff. I I like like that. I like
1: that, and it also means he's relaxing. Some, you know. Yeah. No, he doesn't have to keep to. Yeah. Do it every day. I (laughs) kind of. I think it's sexy.
2: Okay. Uh, Television show or movie.
1: Movie. All right. A good one.
2: Oh, we know the answer to this one too. You've given us so much information today. Really? Yeah. Too much. Plucked or threaded, and we know the answer to oh, this. Plucked. because your love of tweezers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I go. Oh.
1: Well, I just. I'm, it's not so much my love of tweezers; it's my hate of errant hairs.
0: Oh, there you go. <laughs>
1: I, I I've told my I, I will never lie in state, because hair keeps growing after you're dead.
2: That's true. And oh. so, and
1: I and I, I just there's a risk once there. I'm I, if I am completely and totally what's the word um. Uh, gone in my mind. Uh-huh. I, my my daughter knows that she must Keep plucking. pluck me. I would be so embarrassed if anybody saw you know great chin hairs on me.
0: There have been some actresses recently. I won't name names that have come out as wanting to be very natural. Uh-huh. And but I'm like, okay, I get that. I get if you don't want to do stuff, you know, to your face to change, but like pluck, but pluck. Like you can pluck Gro- a bit. one time. Grooming, it's I was, different. Like a little bit of grooming, a little bit of housekeeping, as I was at opposed this to like event. I'm sorry. To no, no. Some Of the things he said, I was at this event and this
1: very elegant woman, and she was be- beautifully dressed. And, and I go up to her, and she's we're talking, and I go like this because I, I thought she had it. Oh, no. and she goes, ah, It's supposed to be there. Oh, oh no, I said, well, every good deed,
2: not, no yeah.
1: good deed goes, goes unpunished. Yeah,
2: body admin people, yeah, body admin. Important.
0: That's Amanda has her body admin days. Yeah,
2: Wednesday is body admin day. That's yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> after Pure Bar, after our wellness Wednesday coffee, a- and soon mandu, and oh, then yes. M- mandu, and then well, an and eyelash day, and then body admin yeah. day.
1: I got your eyelash girl for you. I mean, I've got your brow girl for you. Oh, brow.
2: I need yeah. yes. I'm gonna need brows. This one over here does the lashes. I'm a cupcake. I'm telling you. After COVID, I realized cupcake. how high man- maintenance I am.
0: Is a cupcake high maintenance?
2: I think I'm high. maintenance Is it because you need the
0: sprinkles and all the icing,
2: all the all the icing? <laughs> Pretty little rapper? I You know, I thought for most of my life I had myself convinced I was low-maintenance. And then COVID hit, and my nails grew out, and my eyelashes fell out, and I was like... And you were sad? I am not low-maintenance. You were a sad little girl. I was so... I didn't... I felt like I didn't recognize myself. So
0: I used to... When I was doing my show, Melissa and Joey, I went through this phase where um, on shoot days we'd have this woman come in and do threading. So I would... I'd hi- I'd hire her to like thread me and then everybody else but then I would get my makeup done too. So I started breaking out like crazy. I think it was a bad idea to oh, open up your pores the and then shove a bunch of makeup in them for the night. But um but she was the cutest thing. She would she would thread me and I'd be like, "Oh, thank and Then I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like, and she would do my whole face like everything. Oh, I
1: didn't know you could thread your
0: whole oh, face. Oh, she would do every little tiny white fuzzy little blonde hair on my face and plus my eyebrows and everything else and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I would look in the mirror and go, "Thank you. you. One day I was like, "You you made me look so beautiful. Thank you." She goes, "No, no, no." You're already beautiful. You're like a chandelier. I just dust. Oh. I just dust away the dust, and you there. You glisten. I was like, "Oh, that's so nice." But then I started breaking out so much I couldn't do it anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it is painful. I'm, de- I'm developing a a, 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 amazing. I'm, I'm loving the results. Uh, um, um, line of, um, of uh, skincare now. Oh. Uh, and we've been t- trying to do it for like four years. It's all, um, everything in it is basically from the Bible. Oh. So it's Talk all like me. all the all the, the the things that that are mentioned. There's over 200 things mentioned in the, mentioned so in the, the Bible. Oils. That, the
0: oils and the, oh, ba- wow. and the and yeah yeah. So it's is there fun. frankincense and myrrh in it? No, I don't know. <laughs> Not yet. I'm like those are the ones I know from the Bible. Yes. Um, yeah. But where'd so you this, get your beautiful cross necklace? This
1: this is her story is in my book. Kristen Chenoweth, uh, whom I adore and have always and forever huge fan
2: over here. You know that. <laughs> yeah.
1: she's she's an amazing human being. She was on my show for something, and she was wearing this cross. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's my favorite cross ever because it's got the long center bar. And I said, I've never seen a more beautiful cross. Can you tell me where to get it? She goes, no. She said, well, I I designed it. And she said, and and I I, I did manufacture them before for HSN or something, but I don't anymore. so she starts to take hers off oh, to give it to me. And I said, I back. am not going to take that. No, I cannot. I, I just, just I love it. A couple of days later in the mail, I get two of them. Oh, so I gave one to my daughter.
0: Oh, and how special. And she's, Beautiful. She's,
1: I, I hardly ever, ever, ever take it off. It's
0: yeah, just, it's really stunning. Thank, Thank you. Really stunning. Thank you. It's probably the best one I've ever seen.
1: It yeah. is really beautiful. You know, because it glistens. I wish you'd make
2: them again. Yeah, I everybody wants this. Where if, if you're the... listening, we need jewelry. You wearing it in the book?
1: Well, I do, not the la- the last book. The last two
0: books. Oh, okay. A... Yeah.
2: Oh. The last two books. That sounds oh so
0: pretentious. I'm so Out so, of your twenty-seven. Low. You've you've got you've had a really long career and you deserve all the ground. Yes. Oh, so I, I wrote the
1: first one when I was twenty-one years old and totally forgot I had written a book when I was twenty-one. <laughs> it was published, had three publications, and I never I
2: totally
0: forgot. Oh, that's what happens. I, I, I hope I, I get so far with Dick in a career
2: one day that I forget my accomplishment.
0: Well I've told this story so many times, but I've I tapped dance with Dick Van Dyke and I can't remember it.
1: Oh no, that you gotta try to remember.
0: I know. I actually looked back at the pictures, I thought about why I wouldn't remember it, and then I remembered that I got really nervous. Oh, sure. And was so focused on the steps. And he was whisked in and whisked out, and all I was worried about was not messing up the dance, I think. Right. So I focused on the dance, not on the man, and right. didn't enjoy the experience of being with him because I was so nervous I was going to screw it up. It wasn't live. It was on tape, but I think yeah. I was still, you know, he's coming in. He's got a few minutes. He's going to tap dance with you. So
1: Not to top your story, but I got murdered by... I- Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke.
0: And she's got a kid. We all have Dick Van Dyke. I remember. Yeah, we all have Well,
1: Dick Regis Van is the one that murdered me in it, but it was his oh. show.
0: Oh, 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 yes, of <laughs> course. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Is that's that, did you play yourself?
1: Yes, we played ours. No, <gasps> no, we didn't. Did we play ourselves?
0: But you were like talk show hosts that. Yeah. And there was a murder committed yeah. on the set or something? Yeah, I
2: guess we played ours. Right. That's oh, fabulous. That's fabulous.
0: And then her husband produced a movie for him, right? Yeah, short for him. Lovely, yeah. lovely, About lovely his, man. His
2: yes. We hope hometown. to have him on.
0: Actually, he's one of our our guests that we want to get next time we go to LA. We're hoping. Oh, to, you do
1: it from LA that's get him. every yeah. once in a while.
0: Yeah. So we yeah we did. You four
1: should from get Ohio. China Phillips. Oh yeah. China's terrific. China has a. It's not a podcast. It's a. It's a. Uh, what is it when you your own um, YouTube channel? Oh yeah. She's lovely. I, she's. I was just with her the other day. You know she who I was like? with? I invited her to this luncheon. Lori Lachlan.
0: Oh, yeah. Lori's doing so well. Well, we just had Candace Cameron Bure on. Yeah. He's a good friend of hers. So yeah. She, yeah. um, she live in town? Do they live here? Or in No, LA? they're in, in, LA. LA. They're
1: in they're, They live in Los Angeles. Okay. Texas, but, uh, well... Anyway. This is this been... the big, is this, am I getting, getting the big rush now? I'm getting, no, well, no, I just like, you could stay
0: as long as you want. No, I, I can't stop We don't want to keep sushi now. I, I know. Now you're going to go have sushi and I'm going to go get my peeps. But I, first, I need that name of your um, eyebrow person. I'm going to get it for you as soon as we're and off. We, and everybody out there, I hope you guys will go and support Kathy Lee's amazing books and songs. And hopefully, your play comes back and we'll see some prayers and the movie for coming out. In and the movie coming out, The Way. It's right? So, much. I know. Oh, I just, God. It's just, I'm
1: just, it's, I'm, 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 I'm tired.
0: You're, it's amazing. No, you're a no. You're not. You are not tired. I can see you're like. I used
1: to take a nap all the time. I haven't taken them in we, years now. And I had one the other day, and I went. I woke up from my nap and thought it was the next morning. I, it was so <laughs> That's rare. A good nap. Uh, it was like an hour, I guess, but I just don't. You no, know. I know.
0: Yeah, I feel yeah. I took. I accidentally took a nap yesterday. My son was in tutoring, and I kind of dozed off on the couch. And a few minutes later, the dogs were barking, and I think I felt like it had been. A while, but I was like, "Where am I? What's going on?" But
1: well, those I was good. When my guy takes me home to my house today, I want to go in and get you guys. I, I ran out so fast because a friend of mine was called, and I you, know, you get and I want to bring you guys wine.
2: Oh so, yeah, because you have a winery too. because yeah, oh, you
0: don't have a gift. It's a gift do, wines. Gift, gift right? wines. Mm, they're uh, yeah. I had
2: it before. It was a gift God. to me. Actually. It's it's
1: really 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 <laughs> they're good. Delicious. Wine. Yeah I mean. yeah. All right, we'll yeah. check. That. So
0: where <clears throat> can everybody go to find you? Like you, so you don't do email, but do you have an Instagram?
1: I'm yes. I think it's Kathy L. Gifford.
0: Okay. Oh, and, people can find uh, you on Instagram. To yes, with and, all of and Twitter.
1: Your... Uh-huh. I, I do a different. I, I stay out of politics completely because Billy Graham told me to, and yeah, I obeyed, obeyed Billy. Good idea. I said, Kathy, just keep telling people that Jesus loves them. Yeah.
0: Because
1: every you're going to lose half the people if you start talking about politics, mm-hmm. and you might you might win a whole bunch if you just just tell them that Jesus
0: loves them. Oh, wow, that's so good. That's yeah. a great that's message. Good. Well, thank so, you. So Jesus being loves here.
2: you guys. Jesus loves you too. Obviously, cause... I think Jesus is proud of you. He's so Aww, proud of you. That's so sweet of you. So
0: proud of you. Oh, oh my I'm gosh, pla- that's your new T-shirt. Jesus is proud of you. <gasps> yeah,
1: grateful to God for all the good things that are happening in your life, but totally aware you could screw it up at any, any moment, moment because that's
0: you're human. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Pleasure. In. You guys Come are adorable. Anytime. All right, what are you doing your tomorrow? Next
2: movie. Okay. And- no,
0: actually, we'll be, we'll here, be here too. <laughs> Come
2: on in.
1: Well, let's go on a power walk or something together. Let's do
0: that, for sure. We'd love that. Thanks, girl. Love you. Love you. (laughs) Love you. nice to meet you. Thank you guys for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram. At Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Hart official for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. What Women Binge is produced by laugh Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant, Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.